1: Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show.
0: I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we have a treat this week because Jamie Crescent is with us. Hi, Jamie. Welcome. Welcome. Hi, Julie. Thanks for having me. You are so welcome. Everybody, Jamie is a remarkable woman. She happens to be an Angelic Attendant training grad. So she has the Ask Julie Ryan seal of approval in everything. Right, Jamie? and I've asked her to come on the show this week to answer questions about money. I think a lot of people, I think pretty much everybody at some point in their life, unless you're a trust fund baby, has some issues with money. You know, we're afraid there's not going to be enough. We're afraid that we're going to run out. We're afraid that we're going to lose our job or whatever, and and we're going to get old, and we're not going to have to have, we're not going to have enough money and we're going to be eating dog food for dinner if we're elderly and, and can't afford. And I hear a lot of questions about money in my clients, my private clients, and then also my people that call in my callers during the show during the week. And so I just thought it would be fun if we did a show all about money and how to manifest it. And Jamie, You've come up with a way that you say is easy and fun to manifest money. So tell us a little bit about you and how you got into this and then we'll we'll get into some pointers and answer some questions.
2: Okay, fun. Um, yes I am I would like to say I'm a spokesperson for the Julie Ryan all all things classes and podcasts um, because I started out as her client, when I was not doing great at all. And I was searching for something, searching, searching, searching. And I found Julie and I started doing private sessions with her. And I just had this knowing that I could do what she can do. We all can do that. And I had this knowing, and then she started her class. So of course I signed up and I just wanted more. And so I kept going and going and learning more and taking more classes and then I was observing in all these classes and in my clients after I started my business this um, lack mentality that Julie's talking about and I had noticed along the way that people were always asking me and also my husband for a long time he was the breadwinner and I was a stay-at-home mom, and still that's my primary job. But people were always asking us, how do you live the way that you do on just Gary's money? We're not, like, trust on babies. We're not bajillionaires. He's a golf coach. like, how do you live like that on golf lessons, you know? And we – so I had to really sit and think about it. And when I I went back in time – I feel like this is my divine purpose because I had been shown along the way for about, I was looking at 13 years ago, was the first time I was shown the flow of money, how money has to flow. And I had lent a friend a lot of money to help her out. And I didn't tell Gary, I didn't tell my husband. It was a total secret that I did this because I was scared to tell him. And then I found out I was pregnant. Gary found out that his dad had terminal cancer. He left his job. And I was like, Oh no, what did I do? I just gave away all this money. And now I'm going to quit and be a stay at home mom. And Gary has no job. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And then, um, Gary's boss came to our house and delivered us a check that he had collected from the members of Gary's country club. And it was the exact dollar amount that I had lent to this friend. And that was the first time I realized that there was something going on that that I hadn't seen before. I was like, this is very interesting. And so I was just observing the flow of money, and, I, and we started tithing at our church. And I noticed the more we gave, the more we received. And um, so then I started working with clients and was picking up on energetic blockages and old programming and, you know, things your parents had taught you, things society had taught you about money. And we started clearing out these blockages and they were getting job opportunities and money. And I was like, this is a thing. I want to teach everyone how to do this. And so I started writing down different blockages and just kind of left it there. I was like, I don't know how this is going to pan out, but, I'm just going to see what happens. And then all of a sudden, one day, it just all came in. All the information came in, and I had to start filming right then. And the lighting was terrible. My dog was barking. The kids were running through the house. But it was just coming in. And I recorded this course in, like, a week during Christmas break. It was chaos. And I think finally I got my light, and I got my got myself situated. But the first few episodes are, like, crazy. But it just – It channeled in, and it's working for people. So that's kind of my story. That's how I got it together.
0: Well, I think we have a tendency to look at people who are, quote, successful from a financial standpoint, you know, big house, all of that, and we think, oh, they're so lucky. And we have no idea what they've gone through to get that. And part of it is being able to be comfortable with money. I'm a great example of it. I'm an entrepreneur, and, and I'm self-made, uh-huh. self-funded, and have founded nine companies in five industries. So there have been times in my life when I didn't know where my next $100 was coming from. I didn't know if I was going to be able to pay the mortgage. I, my house was leveraged. I have, you know, had huge loans with these companies, investors, things like that. And it's nerve wracking. And then by the time I was probably in my mid 40s, I figured out the people I need and the situations I need to show up always show up right when I need them. Because it's happened so often in my life that I just trust it. And once I started trusting it, it's just flowed. It's been an amazing journey where where circumstances would show up. When I sold my medical device manufacturing company, there's no way I could have predicted who bought it. And the funny thing is an investment firm bought it and then they flipped it six months later and the new company that bought it hired me back as a consultant because I was the inventor and had started the company. So there's no way you can predict this stuff. And I find that when we try and control things, we stop the flow of energy. Would you agree with that?
2: A hundred percent. And I've also learned that the more you follow your passion and the more you're true to yourself and do what you love to do, the easier it is. Because if you're just feeling like in a rut, stuck to your nine to five job that you don't like, that also creates of blockages and resistance to money too
0: well we talk a lot about the the emotions that we all feel being an internal GPS system. And it tells us when we're in alignment and out of alignment. And I always say when we feel neutral or good, and you know this because I hammer this into you guys in the class, right? But, But when you feel neutral or good, you're in alignment with your spirit. When you feel badly, you're out of alignment. And it's a GPS system we all come in with. And it's saying beep 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 beep. This requires more investigation, and we want to figure out: is this fear that we're feeling? Because all negative emotions are based in fear. Is this fear we're feeling something that's really rational? Is it gonna? Is the situation gonna hurt us or kill us? If we don't have enough money to make the mortgage payment, is that gonna hurt us or kill us? And the, we ask in the next two minutes that's the key. If it is, get out of the road before the bus hits you. If it's not, That's your spirit saying you're out of alignment. When you ask that question, is this going to kill me in the next two minutes? It raises your vibrational level back to the level of spirit, and it allows you to have a thought that comes in that's going to be guidance from spirit. Maybe I'll check this website. Maybe I'll look over here for a job. Maybe I'll talk to this person. Maybe I'll do whatever. And and spirit doesn't communicate on the I feel crappy channels because the vibration is too low. And so I think being able to differentiate between the two, you know, is this really going to hurt me or kill me in the next two minutes, or is this, I call this the two-minute rule, or is this just something that I'm making up? Once we snap out of that, then we can get guidance. And I know that's a lot of what you teach too, Jamie. What I'd like to do is to talk about blocks and limiting beliefs that we all have, and we come in with them. I think we're taught them as children. And uh, and I'd like to really explore that. I had a client this morning from Kauai, and she's married to a native person who grew up on Kauai, native Kauaian. I don't know. Is that a word? And she told me that there's a... Uh, We were talking about you being on the show tonight, and she was saying there's this school of thought for people who are native on the island of scarcity, and they're always afraid that the next supply ship isn't going to arrive. And so they hoard things. And she said it's really fascinating seeing the people who grew up there and their ancestors are from there because they all have that scarcity mentality. So when we come back, we're going to take a quick break, real fast. And when we come back, I'd like to talk about how do those beliefs jump into our head. I think we're programmed with them with our families, and uh, and then we'll go from there. And then we'll start taking some calls. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We'll be right back. <music> Welcome back, everybody. We're here this week with our special guest, Ms. Jamie Crescent, who's a a manifester queen. And we're talking about how to manifest money. This week on the show and taking questions from callers. We'll be doing that here in a couple of minutes and get get some information out there to help people manifest money. I think, Jamie, that, that it's gotten critical for a lot of people with this pandemic situation in the past year. And people have been really afraid that they were going to lose their job. And I think a lot of people have lost their jobs. So uh, we were talking before the break about how... Things are ingrained in our minds, probably as little children, about money. Can you speak to that somewhat?
2: Sure, absolutely. And this is a big part of the Magic Money course is unraveling all the things that we have been taught and programmed. And, I mean, just things that come to mind that everyone has heard before. You know, it's just money is the root of all evil. Um, you're greedy if you want money. Um that's hard. It has, you have to work hard for money and it doesn't have to be hard. It can be easy and fun. And that's the way it should be. And I think, you know, we've been in this debt slavery system for, I don't know how long also. And even Jesus himself made his opinion known about this debt slavery system and the taxation and everything. And We can free ourselves from that. You know, we still have to pay our taxes, but we can we can get out of this debt slavery system. It is just a frequency Um, when when Julie does her angelic attendance training course. It's uh, it's an energy frequency transfer um, where she she raises her level the spirit and she's transferring energy to us. And it's kind of the same thing in my course. Money is a frequency And you can either live in this low-frequency money with all those beliefs of unworthiness and it's so hard and I don't have enough and there is enough. There is enough for everyone. There is enough of everything for everyone. And, I mean, even food, even water, there is enough. And we are being programmed that there's not. And, And there is. There just is. And it can be easy. And so the goal of the course is to let go of all these, all these programs that we've been taught, you know, in our, our family line, like you were saying, like it, it usually goes up generations where your parents act a certain way. And it makes you scared as a little child, when your parents are arguing about whether the bills can be paid, it makes you scared. And then you just grow up with that fear, that fight or flight response all the time that there's just not going to be enough even if you have enough one of the modules in magic money is it's called fear of the house of cards where you may be doing fine right now you're doing great but you just feel like the rug's going to be pulled out from under you at some point and it's all going to come crashing down and so if you're holding that fear then the money isn't going to flow it's a block So there's all kinds of things that uh, we we work on during the course.
0: The other thing that's interesting, and this is a personal experience, I had my mother's crystal in a cabinet next to our fireplace. I was storing it there after my dad died because my mom had died several years prior. And I can see the energy of money flowing in the house. I can see it flowing in the front door of somebody's house. I rarely scan a street because it's none of my business, but I can tell you know how money flow is going cuz it looks like this stream this river going down the street and then it flows into everybody's front doors it's pretty wild but anyways i was watching this money flow in my house that wasn't right and so i talked to my feng shui gal and i said what's up with this and she said well what's in what's in the direct line of that, It was on the financial line. There's a financial line in the house from a feng shui standpoint. And it goes from the back left corner to the front right corner of the house as you're looking at the house. So I can see energetically that, that money flow. So she said, what's in that cabinet? And I said, my mom's crystal. And she said, How'd you, how did your mom feel about money? And I said, there was never enough. She said, well, get it out of there because it's right on the financial line. And I thought, whoa, that is really interesting. I said, what should I do with it? She said, pack it up and put it in storage in the basement. I did it, Jamie. And as soon as I came back upstairs, the money energy flow had started flowing again. So it's not just in our heads. It's in actual things that belong to our loved ones who had a scarcity mentality. You and I have never talked about that before, but yeah, that was a personal experience that was really eye-opening for me when I witnessed that and experienced that.
2: That's really fascinating. And I think part of the reason I was able to do this course, and I say this in the course, is because my parents were not like that. My parents did not have a scarcity mentality. And so I wasn't grown up with those beliefs. Mine were actually the opposite. Mine were more of what if I what if I get super rich? Will, will my friends leave me behind? Will I be rejected? Will people look at me differently? Will they think I'm a snob? Will they think I'm too big for my britches? Like so, it goes all over the spectrum. Where I feel like I even like I don't deserve. Enough. Like I don't deserve a lot. Kind of like that. Like it's it's greedy. I don't need that much. Um, so we work through that shadow work too.
0: So what what's the first thing that you would suggest for people when there's not enough money to make a list of things that are beliefs that they just have? If if somebody mentions money, what are the first like five things? Maybe what would you recommend on that? Right.
2: So I feel like personally, step one is finding gratitude for what you do have and focusing on what you do have, because everyone has something, something to be grateful for. And um, so that kind of opened you up to receiving, I believe. And then, yes, yeah, taking a deep dive into what your values are about money, what beliefs what. what uh, what have what do you remember growing up what did your parents say about money did they teach you you know money is the root of all
0: okay people? hold that thought writing so out it's time it's time for a quick break again when we come back we'll continue with that line of thought everybody you're listening to the ask julie ryan show and we'll be right back after the break stay with us for more how to man- manifest money tips everybody. We're chatting with Miss Jamie Cresson on how to manifest money. And before the break, Jamie, you were talking about people could write down different things that maybe had they had been taught. And how does somebody even focus on those things? How do they, is there something that they can, a question they can ask themselves perhaps that would kind of trigger these different things coming up for them to write them down and then really look at them and say, oh my gosh, I didn't ever think of it that way before.
2: Um, Yes. And I think, so I do a lot of my own personal antidotes in, in the course to help trigger people's ideas, I guess. Um, but asking if, if you remember arguments between your parents or if you had a single parent, um, remembering what they said and even going back to the ages and like even going into the energy of that and letting it go, um, asking if anyone made you feel unworthy. If it, it doesn't even have to be your parents, if anyone along the way made you feel unworthy or that you didn't deserve something, even a religion can make you feel that way. A relationship can make you feel that way. Asking if you're blaming anyone else for your financial problems. Are you blaming your job for not paying you enough? Are you paying your ex or blaming your ex for you know taking out, running with all the money or whatever? So, um, are you blaming anyone? Are you are you not in alignment? Basically, just like we said earlier, are you are you stuck in a job that you don't like because you're not going to be in alignment, and then you're not going to be in alignment with money? And then, are you? Is there a reason you're scared to step into your power and start start creating from alignment and start making money from alignment? And do you fear do you fear everything crashing down? What are your fears? What what's the worst thing that could happen if you lost all your money? And doing your two minute rule. What would be the worst thing that could happen if you lost your money? Would you still be okay? And the answer to that is yes, you would still be okay. You would figure yeah. it out.
0: That worthy things. interesting. When you just mentioned that, what came to my mind was a memory when I was about 12 and I needed braces. And the dentist said I needed to get braces. And we got home and my mother said to me, well, you can get braces, but but we'll have to stop going to the pool because we won't be able to still go to the pool if we pay for your braces. And then that'll affect the whole family. So you decide what you want to do. And I thought... I look at that now as an adult, and I think, that was just awful, you know, for somebody to say to a child, first of all. But secondly, you know what it did? It motivated me, and I got braces when I got out of school, and I had a job, and I had medical insurance, and I got braces when I was 22 years old, and I paid for them myself. And so I wore them as an adult. And I think it's important to remember that when we experience these things or hear these things as we're kids and we're growing up. It's all benefiting us. I know that sounds twisted, but it benefits us because it helps us create what we want when we know what we don't want. And so I wanted to have braces. My mother wasn't going to pay for it. I don't think my dad was ever part of the conversation. You know, I just backed off at that. But then I did it myself and so i was able to create out of that and so once somebody writes down all of those things that that are there then what's the next step once they realize so i would recommend
2: that they they go inside themselves whether it however anyone meditate whether it's going on a walk or taking a bath or a shower or just breathing and just commanding that it leaves Just saying, I don't want to be part of this anymore. I do not consent to this belief anymore and, and let it go and don't let it be part of your story anymore. That, that was my story. And now I'm going to write a new story and, and create in your mind a new version of yourself, who you, what you want your life to look like, who you want to be, how much money you want to have. Maybe someone doesn't really want to be a bajillionaire. Maybe they just want to be regular. I don't know, but just create the life in your head of what you want to be.
0: Yeah. And and what I find too, is not to put a number on it because I think it limits, Yep. So you just want to be easy with it and pay attention. How's your emotion? When you start feeling worried about it, then you can uh, know that you're out of alignment and focus on what it is you want. A trick that I did when I was having some financial scarcity was I started putting money in the store every time I went to Target, and I still do that. And so I'll put a dollar bill, I'll hide it underneath a package of macaroni and cheese or something or under in a cart or behind a bottle of shampoo or something. And when my grandsons go to Target with me, and I only do it in Target for some reason, it's just this game that I play. And, you know, now I'll leave a $20 bill or a $5 bill because I think, how much fun is that going to be for the person who finds it? Whether it's somebody who works there that's stocking the shelves or whether it's somebody that's just shopping. And so I'll give my grandsons a $20 bill and I'll say, go hide." It someplace. And they they just kind of disperse throughout the store. And then we have fun in the car with them telling me where they've hidden the money. And by doing that, I what I've done is just know that I give the money and the money flows back. And that's why I did it first. But now it's just a game. And I would love to be a fly on the wall and see... Somebody's face, can you imagine, you know, getting a bottle of ketchup off the shelf and there's a $20 bill there and you're thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, what happened there? All right, let's go to the phones. Let's start taking some questions here and and we'll we'll get a lot of information, I think, just from the questions that are asked. Our first okay. caller is Katie. Hi, Katie. Welcome. Hi, Julie. Hi, Hi there. Where are you calling in from? are calling in. From Denver. Okay, terrific. You got a question for Jamie?
3: Well, I do. I um I think you've touched on it, but I've always had the belief that I have to work hard for my money. And while I believe in the flow, there's and it does show up, there's something about me that I it just either waits till the last minute or I do have to work hard for my money. And I just would love any tips on how do I have it come with ease. <laughs> and, uh, yeah.
0: Wasn't okay. that a Donna Summer song? I work hard for the money. I think it was a <laughs> disco song. You may be too yes. young to remember that, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I remember.
2: I, I'm kind of old. Um, so, Katie, yes, I understand that we have been... It's been instilled in us that we need to work hard. And what I would say is, yes, we we do need to take action. It's not like you can just sit there and do nothing. Well, actually, I believe you can a little bit. But there does need to be some sort of action, but from a place of your own creativity, your own personal um your own personal path, your divine path, what you were sent here for when you're, when you're doing that, it, the money comes so much more easily. Like how, how my husband, Gary is a golf coach. Like he just played sports all growing up and he does what he Mm -hmm. loves. He, he teaches a game. And so he's able to manifest money easily because that's what his passion, that's his love. My passion is this. And I didn't find it until mm-hmm. recently, until I started working mm-hmm. with Julie. And now I'm creating these things that are kind of hands off. So I, I've created this mm-hmm. course, and yes, I had to develop the content and record and edit and all these things. But then now people just buy it, and that's it. And it's easy. Mm-hmm. And it magically, I call it magic money. It magically appears in my bank account. So I would just say, mm-hmm. um,
3: what do you what do you love to do? Oh, well, I have that's
2: a question. Um, what do you love well, to do, Katie?
3: <laughs> yeah, well, I love to um, write children's books that have impact in the oh. world, and I love to influence uh, women and have courage to have courage to do the things they want to do in life. So that's perfect.
2: So you could totally write children's books. And yes, that would take work, but you would love doing it, and then you sell the book and make a lot of magic money.
3: Well, they, that's the problem. They don't.
2: <laughs> okay, um, well then you would need yeah, to go into why, into why, because yeah. it's something probably in your energy field. Oh, I, and I yeah, feel frustration I, in it in Yeah,
0: yeah. There's. Well, and I think that I, I think that's a good I point. Katie, I think that's a good point that uh, you've got the wherewithal to do it. You're doing it and the money hasn't followed yet. So be open to how the money's going to come in. I find that oftentimes we have a vision of how we think it's going to happen and we're stuck on that. And then we it keeps us from realizing it in different ways. So perhaps... You like what Jamie said. You look at that and see see where the blocks are, but then you look and see at other ways that you can market the books, perhaps that are going to be uh, an addition to what you're doing right now. So, all right, everybody, we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll grab another question. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We'll be right back. Stay with us. back, everybody. Our special guest is Jamie Cresson this week, and she's talking to us about how to manifest money. And uh, we were just talking before the break about what's the best way for Katie, our caller, who's a children's book writer, to be able to make more money off of her books. And did you have anything else you wanted to say about that, Jamie? Another
3: technique
2: that I use just personally and with clients is I call it the Spider Man technique. And I imagine in my mind's eye a spider web shooting out whatever you're trying to receive. So in Katie's case, it would be people who want to buy her book or or clients for her coaching or whatever she wants to do. And so I just imagine that and then pull it into your heart space, which is kind of where I believe your soul is, where all the magic and the miracles happen. And I've done that a lot and found it to be very effective for myself and for other people too. So that's just kind of a technique when you're in meditation or whatever to do
0: oh perfect perfect for a children's book a spider-man spider-man technique i love that okay let's go back to the phones and our next caller is janine hi janine
4: hi julie hi jamie
0: hi Hi. thanks for calling in where are you located
4: thanks for taking my call i'm palm beach gardens florida
0: Terrific! You got a question for Jamie about money manifesting, or money blocks, or money shortages, or anything to do with money.
3: I
4: do actually. Um, so, Jamie, I'm wondering. I very much believe in the power of manifesting, not only for now, but for future reality. So, with me, just I like to. I started counting backwards at my 50th birthday, but let's face it, it really the clock's ticking. I'm wondering about like manifesting going forward, feeling going into retirement. Is there any tips you can give me on that? Okay, it was
2: a little glitchy. I don't know if it was on your end, Julie, but
0: if I got she's your, interested your in correct, she's yeah are, she's interested in manifesting money going into retirement.
2: Okay, so I will just. Say that I am not a financial advisor I am a physical therapist so all of this is um, from an energetic standpoint I guess and just what I have personally experienced so personally what I have done for the future is just diversify 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 and right. that's really good that's um, really good advice Right. So, I mean, I have precious metals, cryptocurrency, regular investments, a business. I, I invested in a restaurant and I am taking notes from our dear Julie Ryan on just multiple income streams that can be carried on into retirement. So it, you wouldn't even have to work, but
4: you're still collecting money somehow on that. Exactly. I like, and I really like your analogy of the Spider-Man mindset. You know, you, I can visually see that in my mind's eye when you said that. So I'm going to, I'm going to um, actually visualize that and see that all coming back I to me. It. And because that's the only thing I worry about is going forward, not as much right now, but just going forward. You mm-hmm. know, being knowing that there's going to be enough to to carry on the lifestyle in which you're accustomed to. Even though you, I do have a financial advisor, and of course I try to, um, I try to. Um, do, take the right steps to make sure I'm covered. But, you know, just by you saying diversify, I think you hit the nail on the head because I've been really a little skittish too about crypto and I just bought a Nano S. So I'm going to start dabbling in that. And I like that advice. I mean, I know you're saying you're not a financial advisor, but just that we're on the same frequency and I'm I'm not going to be afraid to take that chance, you know. Well, I yeah, think the other I, thing I, too- is
3: that-
0: Yeah, the other thing too, Janine, is when you're in alignment with spirit and you feel good or neutral and you have a thought about, "Um, I think I'm going to look at investing into this, you're going to know whether it feels good or not. And if it feels bad, then it's worth investigating, is this going to kill me in the next two minutes? If it's not then investigate it further, you get back into alignment, and then spirit can advise you. And I think for most of us, if we focus on how do we feel... And then once you're making money, and then how do we feel in investing it? And I agree, get somebody that's a professional that knows what they're doing, that can advise you into retirement. But the key really is the emotion. How does it feel to us? I think that we were taught as children, most of us, that we were supposed to control our emotions when what we need to be controlling is our thoughts or are our thoughts because emotions are our guidance and it lets us know when we're on course or not. Jamie, I'm sorry I interrupted you. What did you want to say about that?
2: Oh, I was just going to say that, um, you know, I just don't want to put all eggs in one basket in case something came crashing down. But um, to your point of, of being in alignment, you know, all we have is right now. So, and and according to the Julie Ryan two minute rule, there's no sense in stressing and creating fear and anxiety about retirement. Um, we can plan and we can plan according to what feels good, but not getting in that panic and that fear mode.
0: Yeah. Because when you're and in the fear is, mode, pretty then pretty pretty you're pretty out of pretty alignment pretty and pretty spirit can't pretty. guide you. Yeah. So
4: does that help Janine? It does. It does. I just actually, Julie, thanks um, to both of you for clarifying that because just this week I had to make a decision. And you know what? I got quiet and still. And I did. Like, I let spirit guide me. I was like, what is that still quiet voice telling me within? I had a a deadline. I had to make the decision by the end of the month um, about finances going forward, how I was moving money on a money market that was no longer and I just like got quiet and still and, and the advisor was just going so conservative and I'm like, doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel right. Yeah, he's like, You good. want me to dial it up? I'm like, dial it up. He said, You want me to dial it up again? I said, Dial it up again. <laughs> so Yeah. Good. All, um you know, I think the visualization is everything too. So thanks for the advice, guys.
0: You bet. Thanks for calling in. Good luck. Thanks. Thank you so you much. Bet. Have a good evening. You bet. You too. Well, and I think, too, a lot of people that are going to hear this call, they don't even have enough money to even think about investments yet. That's it's, You got to walk before you can run with this. And the key is to pay attention to those emotions. I love, Jamie, that you say you have people write down what it is that, that are their beliefs about money. The thing that I hear a lot is filthy rich. Well, that's an oxymoron. That doesn't make sense. So when we come back, we'll get some more callers. Everybody, you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll be back in just a bit. So stay with us. Most of us have busy lives and We know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Welcome back, everybody. Our special guest is Jamie Cresson this week, and, and just wanted to remind you that we do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 712-775-7035, and the access code is 483-620-POUND. Now, this information is available on my website at AskJulieRyan.com and in the show notes anywhere you download podcasts. We also post this information on the day of the show on all my social media channels, so Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest, and you can find those call-in details. Details there, and then we always—I always do a, a blog each week and send out a note on Wednesday night with the call-in numbers. Normally, I'll answer a question that somebody has posed that is submitted it online off my website. But this week, it was just about Jamie to call in with your money questions, so wanted to do that. You can leave a review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. Again, ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. And you'll be entered into a drawing for a free session with me. So, so we'll get to chat for a whole hour one-on-one. And that's really funny. We can talk about it whatever you want. Money, love life, your pet, whatever. And while you're on my website at AskJulieRyan.com, be sure to sign up for my newsletter. Sign up for an appointment with me. I'm scheduled out a couple of months, but the the uh, secret is when you get your confirmation email, hit the reschedule button, and it will show you when earlier appointments open up. Whenever you are you have the thought, of, mm, I'm going to check and see if Julia has something sooner, click on that button. That's guidance from spirit, and then you'll be able to uh, find something sooner. People reschedule all the time. Every week, I have multiple people reschedule. And then I just figure we talk when we're supposed to talk. And then my, I have four slots left for my angelic attendant training for January. Last class uh, for the July session is Saturday, and then October's fall. But January, I've got four spaces left. I limited to 12 people. So Jamie, the reason why I had Jamie come on was to talk about financial things in how to manifest money and Jamie, I think you're a great example of you don't have to have a degree in accounting or finance in order to do this. Certainly, I'm a great example. I'm an, in, I'm an inventor of surgical devices sold throughout the world. I have a communications degree. I don't have a biology degree. I don't have an engineering degree. But I have six patents and lots of trademarks. And my products are being sold in some of them have been on the market for 30 years. So I, I think we've been conditioned that we have to have a certain degree or we have to have certain training in order for us to do this. And my feeling is, I know you have a whole bunch of clients that have been very successful in working through their blocks and being able to manifest money. And so I want to talk to somebody who's had luck with it, not just the degree, and they've been taught in school what to say. I want somebody who's actually doing it and helping people do it themselves. So I'm so delighted that you took the time to join us this week. Let's go back to the phones, and our next caller is Alan. Hi, Alan. Do you have a question for Jamie?
4: Hi, Julie. Hi, hi Jamie. Um, hi there. Hi. Yeah, if you could just uh, help me a little bit with uh, – I'm giving out, and I'm, I'm tithing. I'm giving out. It just doesn't seem like anything's coming back. So it seems, you know, must be some kind of blocks if you can help me remove –
2: Sure. I'm going to actually tap into you. I'm going to connect to you, if that's okay.
4: Yes.
2: And see if I can
0: find a
2: block somewhere.
0: While she's doing that, Alan, tell us where you're located, please.
4: I'm in Des Plaines, Illinois. Uh, It's pretty close to O'Hare Airport.
0: Right. I know where it is. Chicago area. Chicagoland. Isn't that what you guys call it up there?
3: Yes, uh (laughs) uh-huh.
2: Okay, so when I tapped into you, the very first thing that popped up was a frequency of unworthiness, and specifically it got blocked at the age of 12. And so I would recommend, you don't have to do it now necessarily and tell us anything, but go back to the age of 12, give or take a year, 11 to 13 and and find what may have made you feel unworthy, whether you were bullied in school, it could be anything, and and kind of work through that, send that love, uh, resolve that issue. Um, there's also frustration stuck in your energy system, probably from what you just said, this feeling of you're trying, 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 and nothing's coming back. And just as I'm saying that, the word try to me, we don't like that in our house because when you're trying and you're efforting, it creates a resistance and it blocks the flow. So less trying, more allowing is what I say.
3: Okay. Thank you.
0: When she was talking about yes. she tapped into you, Alan. what was happening was she connected to you energetically. <clears throat> Like you learned in my class, right, Jamie? She connected to you energetically. So right. Spirit was, giving, was working through her and with her to help her be able to pinpoint for you where... And the block that came up, the thing that shows up first is what you want to trust. It's always the first thing that shows up. That's the most pressing issue. So pay attention to that 12-year-old thing. If nothing comes up right away for that, let it... Just let it sit for a few days and just let it come, and it will. It may come when you're least expecting it, and you'll say, oh, my gosh, I remember when that happened. So, uh, terrific. Thanks for calling, Alan. Good luck with that.
3: Okay. Thank you, Julie. Thank you.
0: You bet. All right. Let's go to Ludi next. Hi, Ludi. Ludi, can you hear us?
3: Hello? Hi yes. there. Hi. Hi. Please tell you? us where you're located. I'm taking my call. You Should bet. I'm in Pennsylvania.
0: Say it again. Where are you? I'm so Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, you, thinking, you got a question for Jamie?
3: Oh yes, I do. So um, we're talking about money. So I would like to see if she can find in me. Um, If I have any blockages Because I'm always petrified That I'm going to run out of money And not be able to take care of my son I'm scared So I'm very, Mm -hmm. you know Particular with my money Okay I understand
2: And and just those words The the petrified and the fear um, Let that flow through you We'll try to clear that out of your system, but I will connect you just like I did with Alan and see what the first thing that pops up is. Okay. Sure.
3: Thank you. Okay, so this is interesting. The first thing that pops up is a conflict
2: around the age of six for you. So I don't know if you heard an argument when you were little. Over money or something But it's some sort of argument Conflict about money That is trapped in your system And that's the root cause That's the first thing That needs to be cleared out And um, the way I see it Is like a a Jenga tower And you have all these blocks Stacked up But the very root The very bottom one Is the one Mm -hmm. that can be pulled out And everything else Comes crashing down So if you can get to that root At age six That will help a lot Of the blocks Um, but really, really try to, to bring in feelings of abundance and prosperity and clearing out that fear.
3: Okay. I will try.
0: Definitely. Do you advise your clients, Jamie, to just ask spirit, like in, in, uh, this situation, just ask spirit, God, the universe, your angels, your deceased, deceased loved ones, your spirit guides, all of them. What is it that that I witnessed or heard at the age of six that is blocking me from having a financially abundant life? I would think that would be easy. Is that how you do it with your clients? I mean, is it that simple? It is. And I would say
2: 95% of the time, the scene pops up right away from that for them, for the client. And we can go through the scene and change it and and kind of work through it and make it almost how they would have wanted it to happen and, and shift their perspective on it. Uh, and then the other 5%, I'm like, okay, just put a pin in that. And then we set the intention, and it's going to show up in the next couple of days. Just like you had said, it's going to show up at some point soon.
0: Does anything come to mind about when you were six, when you think about it real quickly? No. No, I was
3: kind of trying really hard, but no, not really. Six is just the age of sound right now, but I don't remember. Do
0: you? Did you have... uh, Was there a lot of money when you were growing up, or was there plenty of money, or was there a scarcity when you were little around that age? Do you remember?
3: No, and I actually... I think my parents, they never made me feel like that. Like, I was... I had such a great childhood. I was always in sports. I was great in school. I was a very happy kid, so I never... So my parents or anybody arguing around about money or, you know, like stuff like that. I I would think, and Jamie jump
0: in here, but I would think that it it may have even been on like a news uh, show, like the evening Uh news and you heard about somebody suffering. uh, It was a story on the news or maybe you uh, saw something in a movie or read in a book or something along those lines. It doesn't have just to be from family. Is that true jamie right that's a hundred percent yeah so anything it'll come to you you'll see thanks so much for calling everybody we're gonna we're gonna take another quick break and when we come back we'll get more callers on and see what their questions are these are great jamie i love these questions and i'm learning a lot just from the questions and your answers so stay with us everybody you're listening to the ask julie ryan show we'll be right back We've got special guest Jamie Cresson, the money mas- manifesting gal, with us. She's teaching all of us how to manifest money. And we are taking calls. And our next caller is Miss Patty. Hi,
5: Patty. Hi, Julie. How are you? Hi, Jamie. Um, um, you know, terrific. I'm loving this, and I'm, I'm from um, Northfield, Illinois. Um, I'm loving the conversation. I'm learning so much. Um, however, this is the first time I called in, and I found out I have to have gum surgery, and so I'll have to call another time because I didn't realize that, that the topic would be on money. But thank you. You're welcome. Do you have a money question for Jamie? No, I wish I I mean, I wish I did. I'm racking my brain. Um you know, I, you know, the only I guess I could I could say, you know, all of a sudden I found out that I have to have uh, this gum surgery, and you know I'm I'm retired, and I've been very comfortable, um, nothing in excess, but I get you know a retirement and my Medicare, and all of a sudden we're talking like five thousand and more for, um, for the dental work. And it's like, I guess my question would be all of the, you know, things were going, <laughs> things were going along really well and I wasn't having any, I was uh, feeling secure and then having, um, and I also had like another issue around the house. What, I, I guess, uh, how can I say this? You know, what would, um, all of a sudden, is that just life happening? It
2: sounds to me like you're holding a program that it's always something. That's what I'm hearing from your spirit when I connect to you. It's always something. If it's not one thing, it's another. As soon as I get stable, then then something happens. And I hear people say that all the time. I've said that plenty of times. You know, if it's not one thing, it's another thing. And as soon as I make money, it goes out. Um, So I would say work on clearing out that blockage and then when I connected to you the first um frequency that popped up was a a shame frequency that got trapped around the age of eight to nine and like we're saying that could be it could be from anywhere it could be you got in trouble at school and and you felt shame about that so um I would say take a deep dive into around that age, around third grade of something you felt shame about and really heal that inner child um, from that frequency. And then um, and then that kind of opens up to when you clear out all these blockages, and this is for, for everyone, once this stuff it gets cleared out, it opens up pathways for money to come in and, and it can come in from anywhere. It doesn't have to be just from your job. It can be anywhere. It falls from the sky. So, um, just everyone work on clearing out this old stuff and trust that, that you're going to start receiving.
5: Oh, I love that. And you know, I, when you were talking, I was thinking that you know that phrase, you know, waiting for the other shoe to drop. It's, you know, you said something like that. Yeah, like it'd been comfortable, but but what what if? What if? Yeah, this is great. Exactly. Terrific. All oh, right, Patty. Good luck. So good luck much. with your
0: surgery, and expect expect it to show up, and it will all the people you need and and everything that you need is going to be there when you just trust it then that's what you're bringing in the energy of and it sounds so simple and it really is it's that simple so good luck with all of that oh i'm all righty let's go to carolyn next hi carolyn hi carolyn hi carolyn
4: Hi, I'm Carolyn from uh, Northern California, Bay Area. Terrific.
0: Thanks for calling in. You got a question for Jamie?
4: Uh, Well, basically, uh, all of the things that the people have been saying, I think, is my problem too. Uh, Maybe she can look and see at what age I got stuck.
3: (laughs) There you go, (laughs) Jamie.
4: Stuck,
2: she said. Okay. Let me connect to you, Carolyn. Okay, this is interesting because it's an actual, I, I feel it, a place. It's stuck. It's stuck in your throat. Um, let's see.
4: This
5: is That's yeah. interesting because what I want to do
4: is be a public speaker and help people oh. and tell them that God is all love and that he has healing powers that are available to us now, and yet I can't get started.
2: <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm going to get an age. The frequency coming up is humiliation. Okay. Around the age of nine. So somehow you got humiliated. Don't know if you got made fun of or maybe you were speaking in front of people and and you got made fun of or something and that created the blockage. So you want to go in and clear that out and then that will give you more confidence to clear out your throat because I feel it all clogged up. And I'm even going to send some energy in there to clear it out.
5: Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome.
0: Thanks, Carolyn. I appreciate you calling this evening.
5: Well, thank
4: you so much. I had some physical problems, but I love this program. It's wonderful. It's been so very helpful.
0: Well, good. It really applies to everybody, doesn't
5: it? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And I have a page full of notes.
0: Well, there you go. Perfect. I was talking to my son, Jonathan, who's in town for a couple of days, and we were talking about Jamie being on the show tonight. And and he said, even people that are multi-billionaires, it's never enough people people never feel like they have enough money and we hear about people who are so wealthy and they're not happy and we think why are you not happy you've got everything you know that that money could buy you have an amazing house an amazing family all of that and and sometimes those are the most unhappy people so i think these blocks and these beliefs really affect all of us so thanks for calling carolyn good luck
5: gratitude and love
0: That's right. That's right. Okay, everybody, time for another quick break. When we come back, we'll get more callers on and see what else we can learn from Jamie this week. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan show, so stay with us. We'll be right back. Everybody, we're gonna go back to the phones. We've got Jamie Crescent with us this week, and we're talking all things money manifesting. And our next caller is Missy. Hi, Missy.
3: Hi. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Where are you located? I am Northern California wine country.
0: Okay. Well, terrific. Got a question for Jamie.
3: I do. I wanted to ask her if she could check out and find out where my blockages are. Okay. Oh, okay.
2: So it's gone two places. The first place um, was your heart. and that was a frequency of failure from five, the age of five around then. something you made you feel like a failure. Mm-hmm. You may be still carrying a fear of failure. Um, and then it went to your throat. So let me see what we got here. Um, this yours? Yeah. I'm getting a depression energy. Um, I don't know if that's current or if... Just get an age. Um, around the same age, 5, 6, um, where it got trapped, and it's trapped in your throat area. So... What I just have people do is just imagine light, golden light, shiny light, rainbow light, whatever kind of light you want to imagine. And it's just taking, It's just watch it come in your heart, watch it come in your throat, and and fill your throat with love and send out the other energies, the failure and the depression energies, and, and clear that out. And I just okay. command that it goes to the light. Okay. So All I'm watching right. that happen for you. And then just keep working on it. Okay.
3: Any other questions? Uh, no. That that was the biggest okay. um, thing that came up for me. I sort of re-entering, going back out into work after taking some time off, and I <laughs> survived um, twenty-five years of domestic violence. So um, I'm just feeling. I was until a minute ago strong enough to go back out and sort of reinvent myself. Okay.
2: So this is perfect. When you're crying, it's purging out that depression energy. So don't feel bad about that. That's actually very helpful. And so that's where this fear of failure is coming up is putting yourself back out there, but just just bring into yourself, just bring into all yourselves. Just imagine all in all yourselves bringing in unconditional love for yourself and confidence and knowing what it feels like to be successful, knowing what it feels like to be prosperous and putting yourself out there and, um, what it feels like to be doing something you love and be in joy bringing in that frequency of joy into every cell of your body okay and just really breathe that in okay so basically i'm doing healings on people now <laughs> <laughs> so this is what i do
1: <laughs> well which thank is you so which is Are i you think
0: I think it's such a game changer, Jamie, with how you work with your clients versus people who are just financial advisors or financial teachers or whatever, in that you bring in the energetic component, you help figure out where the blocks are, you help people clear them, and then you help people bring in the energy of what it is they want to manifest. So you're adding woo-woo to money manifesting in a way that's tangible and it works. I mean, you are so adept at getting to the root cause quickly with your clients and that's just one of the many reasons why I wanted to have you on because this is a different modality from what most of us are used to and it it just works so well and it's so brilliant. And I appreciate you sharing it. Thanks Missy for calling. Good luck with everything. Thank you. You bet. Bye. Okay, let's go to Pamela next. Hi, Pamela. Hi. Hey. Hi.
3: Hello.
0: Hello, hello. We can hear you. Where are you located, Pamela? I'm in North Carolina, Sunset Beach. Okay, terrific. Got a question for Jamie?
3: Yeah, I would love to know what my number one block is to uh, wealth and prosperity.
2: Okay, this is a fun game we're playing. Okay, so okay. let me connect to you, Pamela. Okay. Okay, so yours actually is in your shoulder blades, is where you're holding it. Um, and it's unworthiness. And let me see if I can get an aid. I'm getting around the age of 13, so 12 to 14. Um, someone or something made you feel this unworthiness. And it got trapped into your shoulder blades. So what, what I'm going to do and you keep working on is just imagine that light coming into your shoulder blades, pushing out the unworthiness, And then bringing in, downloading into every cell. I know what it feels like to be worthy, worthy and deserving of love, worthy and deserving of money, worthy and deserving of joy and everything that you want in life. So I hope that helps and keep working on that. Oh,
3: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: Does anything resonate with that age with you, Pamela? Does anything come to your head like like when Jamie was talking about it, anything just boom as fast as you can snap your finger? Is there anything that that came into your mind about that?
3: I think it was the um, right the adolescence, you know your your body's changing and um, you know you're noticing boys and maybe yeah. just not feeling worthy um, or you know it's the comparison thing with other girls.
0: Right, and that I, I had to work
3: through that yeah. myself. <laughs> well,
0: yeah. well, I think the interesting the interesting thing on that too is just as a as a bystander observer paying attention to what's being said both by you, Jamie, and by the callers is it doesn't have to focus around money. It can be something like you felt uncomfortable around boys as a preteen, and that affects self worth, which in in the long run affects money manifesting and affects your life in a n in a number of ways. But am I getting that correctly? Is that what you're finding with your clients?
2: A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. And even it even expands out into what your physical reality looks like. If your house is very cluttery and chaotic and disorganized and I find that my client's finances are also cluttery and chaotic and so I'll even if that's the case have people declutter their house it does It. it the root cause is almost never money it's always something else from what I've seen and my experience
0: interesting okay well Pamela hopefully that'll help thank you so much I appreciate you're it you're welcome thanks for calling Take care. All right. We've got another Missy. Missy number two. Missy squared. Hi, Missy. Hi, Missy. Hi, Missy. Can you hear us? 716 area code. Okay. We'll go to somebody else. I guess she couldn't hear us. Let's go to uh, Cheryl next. Hi, Cheryl. Hi. Hi. Oh, this is so
2: awesome. Thank you. Actually, I want to thank you both uh, quickly, because it just seems to me that a lot of people don't want to tackle this subject. So very heartfelt thank you, both of you.
0: You are most welcome. Where are you located? Uh, In Delaware. Okay, terrific. You got a question for Jamie? Uh, Yeah, if she could just, um, I
2: haven't been working on this for so long, this exact subject, so if you could please just tell me uh, what, where, um, anything to work on, and a little bit more, if you could explain, like, exactly what we're supposed to do with this information, like, how, I mean, just send, I mean, love and light, and that's basically, and just to keep working on it continually. Exactly. I mean, The the label in the spiritual community is shadow work, which is, you know, pulling up all the dark, scary things from your energy field and sending it love and just resolving it, taking the charge off of the emotions behind it. Um, That's what I work on with my clients is you may have had an abusive childhood or whatever, but removing the emotional charge, you can't erase what happened but you can you can kind of resolve those memories. Okay. Um, is there any way that you could tell me uh, what my blockages are or whatever it is? Sure. Sure. Let me tap in. Um, so the, it first went into your throat as well, and I got a frustration energy, also feeling low back pain. It
0: might be mine,
2: but... No,
0: that would be right. right. All right. You continue to work. You continue to work on Cheryl. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, Cheryl, we'll have Jamie tell you what she came up with. Stay with us, everybody. We're just going to be gone for just a quick break. And when we come back, we'll see what Jamie has to say. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. So stay with us. back everybody. We're here with Jamie Cresson this week and Jamie, we were talking with Cheryl before the break and so you were scanning her to see where her blocks were that were affecting her money manifesting. Did you have something you wanted to share with her?
2: I did. Um, Cheryl was lucky because I had the whole entire break to scan her multiple times. Um, So (laughs) it first went to um So it first went to her throat and there was frustration there and there was humiliation there and there was shame there. And then the shame was also in her low, low back. And it was from the age of three. And I haven't been asking people what it is. I'm not like trying to air out everybody's dirty laundry, but if a a scene pops up for you um, and you want to share from around the age of three, whether you got in trouble for something and three is really young. I mean, I even remember the age of three. Um, yeah, I don't That's a big I don't But okay, I can so tell that's you a what big happened big year Okay Okay, okay yeah um, My parents actually got divorced oh, okay. but I don't remember it But I do know that, that that happened Okay, so that created That situation created a block Understandably um, And a lot of times Children feel like It's their own fault um, So there may have been Some shame around that And then You're also carrying um, depression energy in your back, but spirit was saying it wasn't your energy necessarily. It was an imprint of energy from your family or in your DNA. And so I was watching what I learned from Julie, you know, watching DNA strands come out and then just pulling out DNA, pulling out depression energy from the DNA, that gene of mental health or mental illness or whatever. Um, Right. So I watched that happen. And, And then just a blanket. This is not for everyone. This is, this is just very like broad spectrum back pain. Since your back is your support system, a lot of times low back pain is just feeling unsupported. And that could be in, in your physical life. You just feel like no one supports you or it could, you, you don't feel supported by the universe. You feel like, or God, you feel like you're always being let down. And so I would say to those people, resolve those issues and then your back pain will start to dissipate. Awesome. Oh, this is so incredible. Yes. Um, depression does uh, run in the family. Um, I've had gone in and out of it um depending on what's uh, going on in my life and definitely um unsupported is definitely a theme that has run in my life as well so you know, i'm gonna just keep doing my energy work and sending myself love and light and try to just you know move through this stuff and i i've been working on this for a long time so any help with this is just oh it's just such a relief and it's greatly greatly appreciated i can't thank you enough oh you're so welcome
0: You're welcome. Thanks, Cheryl. Thanks for calling in. All right, Jamie, this has been fascinating to say the least. And one thing I wanted to share with everybody, and I tell this story a lot about you and your kids. When I met Jamie, her kids were pretty little. And when they got in trouble, she would she taught them how to do woo-woo. She taught them how to talk to deceased loved ones and their angels and spirit guys. And when they'd get in trouble, she'd send them to their room and she'd say, okay, go talk to your angels. She'd put them in a timeout. And then tell everybody real quickly. we just got a couple of minutes left. Tell everybody real quickly what they what would happen when they'd come back out.
2: Oh, man. So they would go in, and I remember specifically one story with my son, James. He went in and... He was so mad when he went in like I thought there was no I, I figured it was gonna take a really long time for him to calm down and he comes out like less than a minute later completely calm and he was like I got my message and I was like okay and he and he's like I got my purpose and I was like okay what's your purpose purpose and he said to bring people joy and that was it and so I continue to do that and now they are actually able to scan people the way Julie scans people and the way I scan people. And they they see the way Julie sees, actually. They see the hologram and everything. And so as I've kind of expanded in, in my deep learnings or whatever, and I teach them, they're actually better than I am. And it's a good parenting technique for me not to yell at them so much and just let them work it out on their own. And they're spear guides, and they stand themselves and they clear their blockages and then they come on out.
0: yeah. Which I think is huge and such a great piece of advice for all the parents out there. And, and that's what my children's books are intended to do is, to, is to help parents, uh, help their children really be able to access these other senses that we all have. It's just a matter of developing and en- enhancing them and, and encouraging little people to do that. So I get, I use you as a role model a lot for people and tell them that story. This has been amazing. Please tell everyone how they can get in touch with you and your website and about your course and all of that in a couple minutes we have left.
4: Um,
2: sure. Okay. So you can find me at keepthefaithhealing.com. That's my business. And I do some private sessions, but I'm still mostly mom. And I also have um, a podcast my own podcast called Own Your Energy Podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Keep the Faith Healing. And my Magic Money course is also on the website at dot Healing.com.
0: Right. And we'll have all these links in the show notes and on all of our all of my social media channels too. And so it'll we'll make it easy for you to find Jamie. Jamie, this has been so much fun. I think we should have you back. And just get a bunch of other callers on because we didn't get to a lot of people who called in this evening. And I think it would be fun to do another round of this.
2: Yeah. And it doesn't have to be on money. I can, I can try to get to the root of anything. So we can create another theme and I'll come back on.
0: Yeah. I think, I think the money thing is really good though. Because it's something that affects everybody, and it's a way to help people. The thing, the big takeaway for me from this show is it, that it doesn't have to be a financial block. It can be something completely unrelated to finances. So, everybody, thanks for joining us this week. Sending you lots of love from Augusta, Georgia, where JB is, and from Sweet Home, Alabama. Mwah. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you here next week. Take care, everybody.
1: Bye now. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan, and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan.